Hello and welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. We are here to create a superhero from scratch, from a random name generator that we have found on the internet. And we're going to create an entire personality, story arc, nay, a conceptual comic book for you to enjoy. My name is Dean McKnight, and I'm here, as always, with my very good friends Jade Sarson and Joshua Randall. Hello, good morning, hello. We are here to make a hero. What are your inspirations today? What What's what's driving you forwards? Uh, right now, what's driving me is my sense of time displacement because you just wish me good morning, even though <laughs> it is dead of night. Now, you see, I was trying to do a thing with the, the listeners there where, mm. you know, they might have been listening in the morning. And also the morning is like a, a, a positive, at least for a lot of people, a positive time, you know. It's, it's the start of a new day. Mm. But now it's the end of the day. It's all over now. Thanks, Jay. No, no. We are now in a, a strange, displaced area of time. Welcome to the time displacement chamber. Um, you know, have have a seat. It's a nice <laughs> nice feeling of just limbo and, and strangeness here. Josh, what, what time frame, time zone, time area are you in at the moment? Uh, I'm in the afternoon. I'm oh, nice. Oh. Slightly slowing down from the day, from the busy day I've had. But I'm eager okay. to get home and be creative in a comforting space. Mm. Oh, I, I, I bet you've got that nap energy as well. You've got those like tied mm. ideas really bubbling to the surface. Yeah, I mean, as, as we spoke about the other day, you know, I thought of a good idea while sleeping. So <laughs> me getting ready for a nap time, there is potential here that uh, my creative fires could be quite uh, stoked. Hmm. Is that the word? <laughs> uh, roaring. Um, mm, you know, on good. high. Mm. Well, I guess um, you can join us, your uh, avatars for the three parts of the day, and we will. I, I, I guess we could try and do like a time-based superhero, but it gets so messy, you know, trying to deal with uh, time travel and um, just like moving into the future, moving back into the past. Like, yeah, we we just... only dealt with quantum reality recently, so mm, that is true. And also, I mean, of a, I mean, slight spoiler alert for about two minutes ahead of the podcast. But uh, the generator I've picked this week, I don't think the names that we'll get will really lend itself well to a um, time hero. Yeah, a more mental-based oh. power. Hmm. And you know, um, we are living in this age where superheroes are all, all the rage, and there's a lot of competition. You know, that that Falcon Man. And his good friends coming out soon. We got fucking Zack Snyder snapping on our heels as well. We got we got to have. I mean, that's not really competition. I mean, I actually like. I didn't want to tell you guys, but he did actually email the. um, He actually DM'd uh, BBR underscore podcast on Twitter, Mm -hmm. um, seeing if we want like if he could use any of our heroes in the uh, the Snyder Cut. Right. I told him no. Good. What. Yeah. You said you said, you said no to Zach. Yeah, yeah, Zachy. I said, Zachy, I'm not feeling it. You know, it's a uh, like it's a pretty saturated market, and we just don't feel that any of our actually good heroes they wouldn't really suit the bleak world that you've been creating. We're far too mm. peppy over here. It's a saturated society, you might say. <laughs> I mean, I know that they wouldn't because it didn't get said in the film. Mm. You missed out on a chance to see to see Zack Snyder <laughs> presents sidetrack. <laughs> You missed that. I don't want that. For, like, Why would you want that? Mauling another hero. I don't want to see that. <laughs> don't need that. Rottweiler sidetrack. What? We, we only had sidetrack helping Wallace from Wallace and Gromit fame the other day. That's too much for me. Mm. <laughs> uh, we we are quite precious about our children, but um, you know, if someone from Warner Brothers does want to no. talk numbers, then. <laughs> At, at D McKnight, uh, <laughs> yeah, purely you. Slide on Shit, in. He's gonna people. steal all the IPs. Stop it. Well, you can't have this IP because I'm sure it's gonna be very good. Um, oh, has it been two minutes? Because I said we'd go two minutes into the future. Yeah, it's about that. About that. Um, yeah. I'll edit in some silence. It'll be all right. We'll, <laughs> we'll pan it out. Do you know what has good names? What? Pray tell. Sports teams. Mm. In particular. Ice hockey teams. Oh. Oh. There's no preamble on this. I'm just looking at names. Calgary Flames, the Buffalo Sabres, the Winnipeg Jets, the Vegas Golden Whoa. Knights. How good are these Golden team names? Knights? 
Mm. Well, there is a downside. This is a team you're bringing us here. But the uh, name might not be. Okay. There's the Anaheim Ducks. We've already had a team of ducks. <laughs> we, we, we have, but I just thought I'd say, you know, there's the Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. There's, there is a lot, and those are real names. These aren't ones that I've just picked out of this generator. These yeah. are real teams. The Anaheim teams. Ducks. Jesus. Teams. I mean, on yeah. the flip side, could you imagine, like, the Anaheim Duck as a, just a, a hero, like, mm. w- to save Jade some effort and some stress. I was going to say, I can imagine it as an easy and quick-to-do illustration, yes. <laughs> I mean, you're you're quite good at drawing ducks now with your, your mm. webcomic. Mm. That's fine. You're excused. But I have got the fantasy hockey team name generator. And what drew me to this immediately was how they pick the name. Oh. Because, you know, we like to go into our generators with a touch of name first name date mm. of birth yeah. but um zodiac this national one, insurance oh, number address yes. <laughs> this one has nothing personal for us whatsoever oh delightful oh good basically it's choose one adjective and choose one noun mm. but it basically gives us so under choose one adjective it gives us four subsections we can choose from an mm. agitated adjective <laughs> a ugly adjective uh-huh. a goofy adjective and a canadian non-pro city name which i don't think we'll be using (laughs) no um then we have choose one noun uh we have 80s 90s player names i assume that's hockey based i don't think we'll be choosing that either no Uh, but the 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 next few do sound quite good canadian treasures oh things that are russian Uh, mm. sounds dirty but isn't hello and okay. cold weather okay. animals. Hmm. <laughs> Combining, okay. I have to click one from each of these columns, and then it will, then it'll just create a name for me. Hmm. Who would this like is, to go first? This is um. in depth. This is a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Are you go feeling agitated, ugly, or goofy? G- goofy always. Goofy. Uh, yep. Goofy. Noun. Now, obviously, taking out nineties player names because uh, Canadian treasure. Russian, or are you a dirty boy, Ooh, or cold weather I, animal? But you know, I think there's, I think there's more chaos in the th- in the uh, the other ones. Also, we get animals a lot. We do get animals. Yeah, we a do lot. animals a lot, and it is kind of easy mode for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go for a Canadian treasure, Jade. I, I will let you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Word. You know me so well. Uh, so Dean, we have got for you. Hmm. Uh, festering priestlies. What? F- well, okay. Hmm. Festering priestlies. Can't win them all. We'll, we'll, I mean, that we'll sounds like a villain, but that sounds like a very real villain that doesn't really need much <laughs> elaboration. Yes. Uh, you all know what a festering priest is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, that does sound a bit grim, doesn't it? Hmm. Uh, okay. That's one for Snyder. Uh, get him on the horn, Dean. <laughs> yep. Jade. Yes. You feel have agitated? Ugly agitated, please. Agitated. agitated, yeah. Cool. And sounds dirty? Yep. You got it. I'm not sure if it is sounds dirty but isn't at least in terms of the noun uh, mm. glaring trombones <laughs> <laughs> I've got some ideas on that already yeah, cut. Oh, good. that could be quite fun yeah um, getting a little tromboner that's, that's pretty that's pretty so you know, we've had goofy Canadian treasure agitated sounds dirty but isn't I guess that means I'm going ugly and Russian <laughs> okay awful gulags so then, we're going with glaring, glaring trombones. trombones. <laughs> which uh, sounds cool. Has anyone got any ideas before I dip my toes in? Well, I just want to note that glaring to me doesn't have to mean glaring as in a, a grimace or a, a, an angry stare. Glaring Ooh. could also mean like the reflection of light off of these trombones. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've done like instrument based heroes before we had uh what smoky bone harp or something a while back that was yes that's <laughs> close that to what the name yeah. is but i don't remember the actual name but they were very cool um they were like a, a villain weren't they mm. Mm. uh they I were mean, they were trying trombone. to kill legacy heroes mm. that's it but uh in terms of glaring trombone like this sounds fairly sinister but also kind of regal i think we should like more push into like the regal 
almost like relic quality of this. It's almost like a a, 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 a magical item in D&D or something. Mm. You know, something perhaps that bestows powers upon individuals. It could even be like a sentient item, perhaps. Maybe it's... Maybe the trombone plays you. <laughs> well, That's a clever little tagline. So you've got a couple of snippets from, from us, but it sounds to me like you had some uh, solid ideas already. Um, Give me that afternoon idea, Josh. The idea that I had was I did go down the glaring of a something watching, but it was mm. more in the case of someone playing a trombone and something being hidden in the trombone. Hmm. Like okay. some kind of horror. Like something truly disgusting is in the trombone and its host is And it's being, glaring at you or And it's glaring and when the music is played it splays out. Hmm. A hermit crab. Maybe, but I think I was th- I think I was thinking more slimy. I think I had more like octopus vibes. Oh god. I really want to draw that. Can I just say What tr- a tr- hermit trombone crab hermit crab? In a trombone. Yes. I mean it's good. I mean, I'll make a note of that for later. Sorry. <laughs> Let's proceed. Put that into the concept art yes. uh, department and we'll we'll mm. whip something up. Um, but you, no, Josh, I think our two ideas could potentially work in, in tandem here. Yes, I was going to suggest that. Um, and maybe, um, you know, this item is centuries old and this mm. um, cursed being found their way. We, we could say perhaps it's an alien just to, to sate your lust for the cosmic i mean who um, knows where it came from dean oh it could be interdimensional it could have come from the center of the earth maybe the trombone or, was built around it oh or maybe it's it's a, a dragon of old and you mm. know this is the, the 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 home of all the legends or maybe it's a robot <laughs> slimy thing or maybe who it's knows? a crab living in a trombone maybe it's just a fucking hermit crab <laughs> but it's a mystery maybe what if the glare of the trombone is not from the the brass or the metal, but what if there's a portal or a wormhole inside the trombone and we got like uh, a Ben 10 situation and just all kinds of creatures come out of it? They're more like a Nauta situation, like you pull anything out yeah. of this trombone. Like the greatest work of art created in this millennium, Fully Cooley. It's that kind of, um, you know... All kinds of items come out of it, um, so we can we can have we can have all of our ideas. Everyone's happy, no one's unhappy. Morning, noon, and night, we're all good. I do think it needs to be angry creatures just to stick on the mm. glaring theme. So it can't be objects. I don't think it has to be yeah. something that can glare. I also like the idea of the person playing the trombone being forced to do it. Hmm. Hmm. Like, Have we got another millennial hero on our hands? <laughs> um, like a kind of. I was just thinking about. There's that Batman villain who has the puppet. Oh, the ventriloquist guy. Yeah, and no one's sure if it's the puppet who might be haunted by some sort of evil spirit, or if it is just the ventriloquist being a dickhead. Hmm. Hmm. So or, I'm not sure if I like I that mean, vagueness, or if I do like the person playing the trombone really not being into it. Well, what if the glaring aspect is both the creature and the player? So, I was going to suggest that. Yeah, yeah. the 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 musician is glaring at their enemies whenever they play, mm. and it's it. You know, you think it's because they're they're angry and they're willing this this force of nature on you, mm. but it turns out to be a sort of resentment instead, like a resentment of mm. the situation that they're in, and it's it's almost like an angry "Why aren't you helping me?" Mm sort of look i mean there's nothing stopping the creature coming out the other end of the trombone and pulling their lips onto it perhaps, in situations. i dislike that greatly just gotta say <laughs> that would make you glare though right i guess that would, that would piss you off that would force your face into a scowl unseen by anyone else ever before yeah so are you yeah. saying it's one of the creatures that came from the trombone and is sort of oh god i can't believe i'm about to say this uh their lips are fused with this trombone a la a horror film that i shall not name because it terrifies me oh 
Well, it depends how far you want to push it. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you don't want to push it that far. <laughs> I don't, actually, now that I've said it. <laughs> but it's, it would make a, an interesting hero slash villain. Because we I mean, haven't decided. Be are, like... they, are they a hero slash villain? Which are they? The person's the hero. The trombone may be more of an anti-hero <laughs> character. Because if they are like a um, <clears throat> like a collection of aliens or otherworldly creatures, they might not have a, a strong handle on how human society works. Um, but they know crime, crime bad. Hmm. Stop crime. Um, you know, and they, they would try and solve it in a variety of hilariously violent and uh, just really over-the-top ways, perhaps. I don't know as there's much to address with that though that's that's like interesting you know like mm. like a, a vague being that's like I'm gonna fuck up some criminals but I don't quite get human society that I don't know if we've got time to get into the intricacies <laughs> of that in in an hour episode what's, what's the time code okay we're getting up under 20 minutes yeah uh, do we have 30 minutes to figure out the in- intricacies of fighting crime but not understanding society (laughs) you know maybe it's more they're not seeing the greys in this black and white oh I'll I'll get the person who's trying to steal bread oh shit it's to feed their family (laughs) fool but why 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 do they want to fight crime like why does this being that's come from this trombone and is fused to this trombone in order to, (laughs) to blow out creatures this sounds like a Josh job. Why did yeah? I mean, why, I didn't what's even, their motivation? I didn't think they were a hero. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Until Dean mentioned it, I thought this was going to be a villain. So did I. No one stopped me. I'm gonna and I'm gonna just gonna say it. No one stopped me. No, you're right. You're right. I just I'm listened, s- hoping you'd you'd pull something out of your ass, mm. but you didn't. And I'm kind of stopping you now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that was my. Um, hastily thought out pitch but um, we we could go for like something a little bit more villainous um, it sounds I mean, like something that you're it's a, a weird crab thing with. potentially living in a trombone making someone control it against their will I don't think no amount of like mental gymnastics can prepare us for yeah no this is actually a hero <laughs> <laughs> yeah no well, they, then... they, they, they attach their trombone the trombone to this this person's lips for good uh... <laughs> it's a good thing really it was, it was good intentions but they can't remove their and lips. We all know the good trombone. intentions. They have to pour a bottle of coke down the trombone now. But yeah, no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> okay, evil trombone, good player. We, 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 is, have a, is... we have a nice little Sailor Moon esque transformation sequence where the person's uh, lips get stuck to the trombone. Stop! Yeah, it's nice. Little silhouette of it. Oh. A little puckering noise. Get some good, uh, good body horror in there, Josh. Mm. <laughs> I think that's why I kept on thinking it was a villain. <laughs> Yeah, you know, now you lay out all these points in front of me, it does sound... Uh... Okay, but now you've got me thinking, because if it is a good person that's been trapped by the mm-hmm. trombone, you do have a motivation there. Like, if you are trapped with a very powerful evil being that's asking Ooh. you to do evil things, is not the best way of fighting it to do good with those powers instead. That's cool, that's actually. That's true. Yeah. Damn it, Dean, you were right all along. Uh, uh, uh. You are half right, right because yeah. only half of this partnership is a hero. The other yes. half is an abomination who doesn't understand society. Yes, yeah, so we have we have a trombone player that is is like do do I even like what what's the point of me being good at playing trombone? What does this offer to society? Like, yeah, it's a creative thing, but like, I don't know. I could be out there changing the world and we could make this a story about how being creative is actually a very impactful important thing listen i've seen soul i I don't feel sensitive about this at all (laughs) i've seen soul i know that making one good song won't change shit yeah well yeah there you go so so they may be feeling like really down and and depressed about the impact their life has on the world and maybe they're going to give up trombone or something and try and do something different and that's when whatever this being is what what we call this like a music demon a an otherworldly being that came through a wormhole in the trombone yeah that the second (laughs) yeah i think it all All of them we might be able to answer it by figuring out how the 
the beast within gets summoned. Hmm. Is I it think... the power? Is it the power of music, or is it just any kind of noise and the force of someone blowing air into a trombone is going to push this weird hermit crab <laughs> octopus eldritch being out? Oh, hello. Okay. What if it is Ooh. the power of good music, right? Okay. So this creature has actually seen the potential in this player mm-hmm. and is like, right, they're really down and they have a lot of talent. I can use this. I can manipulate them into using that talent for evil and do do my bidding. Um, but then this player is so like, A, um, trapped, so they can't mm-hmm. be very creative when they're trapped at first. Um, and and be like not wanting to create. So this actually becomes a story of this creature being like, hold on, hold on. If I help them get good at music, then they'll be able to use these powers more effectively. Oh. So it's like one of those, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you help me, I help you, but we hate each other type situations. So it's it seems at first like this creature is, you know, a manipulative piece of shit and is like yeah i'm gonna use this this player to do my bidding um Mm. against their will but then they realize oh they're actually if they're unhappy creatively then i can't really use them because their their music is shit and full of no you know spark no inspiration so at first Mm. it's like fight fine i'll train you to be a better player because Otherwise, you can't wield these powers and do my bidding. Mm. But then over time, over time, it becomes more genuinely about giving them, you know, that boost of creative confidence. So the the villainous um, otherworldly creature yeah. eventually becomes a little bit more sympathetic to the player, but also possibly towards the rest of humanity? Perhaps. Because you could, you could see the way this story could go structurally mm. where... Like, at first, this is absolute horror for the player. Um, hmm. And then the the creature is angry because the talent that they see is not something they can exploit for real at the moment because they've trapped this player and, and they can't force it to happen. Um, hmm. So then you have the clash. You have the player being like, right, well, may- maybe I can use this to fight crime. Hmm. Um because I can't play good anyway, and I was gonna quit anyway, so I'll just I'll just become a crime fighter, yeah. And the creature is furious, but then they start teaching the player how to how to really use the power with selfish reasons at first. So like I will teach them, and the better they get, the more I can control them because music is powerful. Um, mm-hmm. And you can have one of those lovely classic relationship breakdowns where like. You know where a pair that starts hating each other, they finally start to like each other mm-hmm. and see yeah. that they have a connection. So, like, the player will do, like, a really good fight against a criminal by using a really beautiful piece of music. And the creature will be like, yeah, like, and genuinely be happy for them. Mm-hmm. And then you have that delightful, mwah, kiss, kiss, delightful re- relationship breakdown where the creature, but like, one step forward, two steps back. After cheering, they're like, oh, oh fuck, no, I'm, I'm evil, shit. Uh, actually, <laughs> now that you've got this power, I'm going to use you. Haha, I'm still manipulative and evil. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, that. Like a, gen- a genuinely, like, sort of heartbreaking and sad moment. Yeah, where you're like, they were starting to get on. Maybe this could lead to some good heroics and, and development of musical creativity. And then. The creature doubles down as like, actually, this was for evil all along. I mean, like, I think that would be one thing that I'd like to see. Something that'd be pretty cool is like that genuine, like, honest to God, full betrayal. Mm. Uh, Like that full emotional betrayal, because it would be very easy to like, you know, have this end nicely and be all like, uh, they they strengthen their bond through, uh, you know, the the learning the music and teaching the music, but no, no, this guy's a fucking out of space ass villain. I want them to be miserable. Yeah, it's it's the want... it's the I did it moment. It's the I did it, and then your mentor goes yes, and now something bad. Like you know that that horrible mm. beat that happens in so many mentor mentee stories. Mm. 
I love that. Great drama. Well, you can have it. Yay. What it sounds like is almost Whiplash combined with Guardians of the Galaxy combined with... um Oh, what's that jazz manga called? Oh, oh Blue Giant slash Blue Giant Supreme? There you go. That, I, mean, that's I, ha- I haven't read it, so I have no for. idea. I know it's. I know there's a saxophone in it. There you. That's that's the same thing. <laughs> is is, is that where it's coming from? <laughs> I just know there's a jazz manga. Uh, I I also need to read it and comics in general. Um, <laughs> but no, this is this is good. We we've got our emotional core. Yes. Which is they build a friendship, but it was all for naught anyway. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of this jazz guy, uh, this trombonist sort of finding meaning in superheroism then rediscovering it through the through the beauty of music but then that gets challenged once again where they have to now that's the thing um we have to face the the potential brick wall of what do you do when the trombone is evil like how <laughs> what's what was where does the story go from there because um if if the trombone the the glowing trombone is forcing them to play, then um, how are they going to fight against that, basically? Well, for me, like, that feels like a midpoint and not okay. and not an ending, if, if that no, yeah. makes sense. Um, so it would be from that point, the, the trombonist realizes the power of their music and they're not, you know, it's not pointless. It's not something that can't change the world, but they have to start with changing this this creature they have to stop feeling sorry for themselves um mm-hmm. you know this is a very horrific situation this creature is literally fused to them gross um but they've re rediscovered their creativity so mm. i think you could do a lot of really fun visual stuff with a story like this like i mean the obvious thing is to use sound with with a musical hero right but if you yeah but if if you approached it as different ways that they play the trombone have different visual powers you know mm-hmm. then you could start this very violently so like the creature is only into like you said before like loud sounds maybe produce really loud violent physical effects um mm-hmm. and so this player perhaps learns Partly with with the tutelage of of this creature, and partly after the betrayal, by leaning into their own experimentation, how to use the powers differently in a way that the creature doesn't expect. Okay. And so, what you've got to do is intrigue the evil. Hmm. Hmm. Gotta like coax it out and sort of almost show off to it. Yes. So, like you have to pose this question to this evil being of what's more fun for you causing harm or seeing this wicked ass experimentation <laughs> <laughs> oh so I, you're tempting the the villain with good music and being like hey do you want to do you want to wreck shit or do you want to like just jam mm. do you want to just like chill out um and just listen to this good i guess then like Maybe maybe there's like a little extra piece to this puzzle then. Maybe, you know, the beauty of music for the, the glaring trombone is like the gateway drug into other beautiful things that people, humanity have mm. created. You know, maybe um, there's other forms of expression that can sort of tempt it away from evil and destruction. Well, I was going to say that another take is that you can show this evil creature like... Um, the fruits of their labor, right, mm-hmm. before the betrayal. So they, you know, you have the I did at moment where the player is reaching some of their potential, right? So so you get a mm-hmm. glimpse of the kind of thing that they can really do. Like, mm. it's just a taste. Mm. Um, yeah. And then much like, say, a very boring music producer who goes, okay, well, this, this new experimental band is really good, but now that they've signed with us, we're going to have them do generic pop music because it sells right okay you can have this feeling created in the creature of okay well now now i'm going to manipulate them into going back to using the very loud violent basic ass music that i'd trained them that i'd wanted them for Hmm. and you need you need the trombonist to break down this creature into remembering like 
the potential that they saw and and the fun of experimentation instead of the the boring violence that they've come to know and expect. Hmm. Man, this is getting awfully high concept right now. Yeah, sorry, I I just went off. <laughs> it's like no, we gotta we gotta teach them like what real music is made of. God, arc at me. Uh, we can't really get into complex discussions um, in the space of a, shut up me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, there's a conversation between morality and creativity here, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, where do you want... Maybe, maybe it sort of turns towards the, the glaring trombone and they have to ask themselves what's more important um destruction or you know f- pushing creative frontiers mm. um what do you what's more satisfying to you glaring trombone what's what's what uh trumps your bones what um <laughs> flourishes your bit of the trombone that goes in and out what um, trumps your bones the tagline <laughs> for this wonderful series make a note of that for the illustration got it um yeah, I guess that would mean the comic would be of two halves. You have the first half, which is focusing on the player uh, and their sort of like journey into almost quasi villainhood because of like their lacking morals and their lacking um, candor. And then the back half would be about turning the glaring trombone into a jazz loving creature instead of a destruction loving creature. Mm. Essentially, no, this is a two-part transformation story. Then, I, I, I suppose you would you would classify it as that, Jade Sarson, because like um, part... expert in <laughs> fanfic tags. <laughs> no, I just made that up. Um, oh shit! <laughs> but you know, you you could see it as part one is about the creature showing the pr- the protagonist their full potential, and then part two is the protagonist showing the creature their full potential. That's the kind of circular creative storytelling that really gets the audience and the critics going crazy this snyder's gonna have to come to us next time to you know get our cat well he 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 did but you know he's he's gonna be looking at us and being like how how can this inspire justice league 2 just as harder (laughs) this is how can i fit leonard cohen's hallelujah into this i just don't know oh my god (laughs) How are you feeling about this, Josh? I mean, it's t- it's gone in an interesting direction for a number of reasons. Um, I never imagined that the creature would be semi-sentient. Ah, right. I just thought it would be a weird animal in a trombone. So the idea of the whole creativity and morality angle is really cool. Um, hmm. But it also le- led me on to another journey, um, which was that I didn't realise what a trombone was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Did you not? No, I thought it was the big old ones. The big old beefy ones. Oh, you thought it was a tuba? A sousaphone is uh, what my uh, (laughs) internet travels told me I was looking at. Um, I didn't realise that the trombone's the one. It's the one with your hand. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Where where you pump your hand, yeah. Yeah. The lure pack man's instrument. So it's a little smaller than I thought. (laughs) Um, But I'm into it still. Um... That gives it the impact, though, the visual flair. Yeah, it does. Well, I just originally thought about the sousaphone wrapping itself around someone, and then I realised that it was a trombone, and (laughs) it's just someone holding it. Yep. And... (laughs) And... Um, Okay. Uh, I fear asking this question, but, like, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Let's let's talk comics craft. Let's come to the comics craft corner. First of all, um, can I just say that it would have been so much better for it to have been the tuba style mm. sousaphone thing because the idea of the creature wrapping itself around, not just fastening it to the lip. Oh man, can yeah. we can we change it? <laughs> <laughs> Damn can we change it. it Forty minutes into the episode. Mm. <laughs> oh. Unless you want to betray the trust of our thousands of listeners. Oh, uh, if this was a real project, we would absolutely change it to. Oh yeah. Yeah, this would be the part where we put Peter Jackson and and just like change it all at the last minute. Yeah, (laughs) is it a tuba as well? (laughs) Whilst Josh Uh, is um, a tuba is a big boy, but the sousaphone does truly wrap itself around. Yeah, the sousaphone then, yes. But I mean, it's no look, it's no good looking into the past. We've got a we've got a smaller, more 
<laughs> yes. We've we've come this far. Yeah. So you want to talk um, about the comics crafting? Yeah. Let's let's talk about craft mm-hmm. because um I get bugged about comics that use or rely on music because that's a very hard thing to convey mm. on paper. Um, controversial opinion, perhaps, but I just don't like music-based comics. Ah, that sucks because one of my dreams is to make a music-based comic. <laughs> well, I, your dreams I think it suck. Is, <laughs> I think it's a skill that is difficult if you rely on the wrong things. Yes. Oh, talk more on that, Josh. Because, I mean... Basically, as soon as you add lyrics into something, then it becomes very difficult to figure out because you've got to almost make... Like, every single read is going to have a different rhythm to it. Yes. Yeah. Unless you're at, unless the reader actively knows how to read music and you have also then put that music into the page. Mm. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim does that. Um, it has, like, chord charts for each mm. of the songs and... Um, Whilst I have experience playing music, I don't have perfect pitch in my fucking head, so hmm. it yeah. just all su- it doesn't work. I suppose that would be an interesting idea for a comic about how some something about readers interpreting music in their own way and something something plot. But <laughs> I think in terms of this, with it being jazzy and the trombone, you can have that element of improvisation. Yeah, and as long as you've got a trombony noise in your mind, you're probably fine. Mm. Um, I think a few things. Yeah, I think a few things work in our favor for this comic. One, the trombone is quite a a visual instrument. Um, Mm. When you pull the the slide all the way out, that's a deep note. When you have it all the way in, that's a high note. People know that. Mm. I didn't. So thanks for that explanation. Thank you. We we'd put like an explanation of that in the comic somewhere. Number two, um, we have these creatures, these tentacles, um, teeth, claws, what have you, coming out of the the trombone, which might help us um, visualize that noise in a different way compared to Mm. other comics that might just, you know, change the background or have wavy lines. we, We have that kind of vocabulary. Yes, this is something that I wanted to bring up, which is um, actually, I want to I want to grab a book off my shelf. Uh, Give me a second. Oh, Jade's going in. I was going to do the same, actually. Hold on. Oh, what? Uh, you can't just leave me to host a podcast. I'll, I'll be useless. No, no, no. I'm back. I'm back. Because I, uh, okay. I wanted to talk about visually representing music and what you brought up about the creature having disparate, uh, different aspects come out of the trombone, depending on the type of music being played, is a very good shout. Um, because I was going to bring up uh, Given, which now I've seen the anime which does use actual mm. music with lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and yep. then I read the manga, which is very different. Um, with the manga, when a character sings about a very specific subject, uh, if I m- remember right, I'm just flicking through, there's not really lyrics. It's just moments of a past that they're singing about. So mm. what the author does is they convey like these memories and the feelings that are being sung about instead. Um, let me do oh here we are yeah yeah so they don't actually write lyrics there's just these this wonderful montage of scenes and then it's intercut with like the character just singing their fucking heart out like practically yelling at some points because it's like a song about grieving um but yeah so if if we could instead of you know just putting lyrics or really goofy like noise effects (laughs) you know i would much rather that it would visually represent the music so you start this comic off with the creature coming out with like these fangs and claws and you know like very scary animalistic features so like um what's it called when like an animal shows its gums like it's it's snarling it's bearing its fang yeah Yeah. bearing um that kind of thing that's immediately recognizable as like an angry loud probably a sharp tune right Hmm. but then you could almost have later on you mentioned tentacles you could have something slither out and that sounds Mm. slow that's something slow and sensual and soft yeah like a like a snake charmer almost. Yeah, like a exactly. Rhythm. Hmm. Um. Eventually, when they 
sort of bring the the creature around to be a little bit more peaceful of course that would change the the visual look of that um alien as well mm. um, you know th- instead of being like a this vicious looking you know snarling creature maybe the hmm, i guess maybe, maybe as the music becomes more and more accomplished there is because of like the not erratic nature that's that's the right word of jazz there'll just be this one I kind of have this one panel in mind of like a silhouette of the host playing the trombone and almost everything coming out of it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All at once, but it's almost like it's in silhouette, so you don't really like low light, you don't really see it exactly, but you just kind of see these stark images popping out. Hmm. Hmm. That's good. Like they can literally summon more of it the more. Mm. The more expertise they they but can then, draw on. What you also get is because we've because we've established that visual language of the. So how did you describe when they were baring their fangs? It was a what kind of music? A uh, loud, okay. sharp, angry. So you've got that loud, sharp, and angry, and then you also. But if you're going to see that loud, sharp, and angry, but you're also seeing that. Oh, um, the soft and the, the sensual. Soft and slow. If you're seeing that both at the same time in mm. the panel, then you're going to start thinking this music is going to be... You almost kind of get an idea of what it is in your head. Yeah, it's, it's messy. Because yeah. It's almost like we've... That's our musical language for the comic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like, was going to offer a, a small visual gag as well. Mm-hmm. Because Please. we've we've mentioned um, fangs, which made me think of dogs. And then you mentioned skill. And I almost thought if the the trombonist was like begrudging at first... Like this creature was like demanding when they first get attached, like play, play for me, and mm. you know you must summon me by playing some of your most entertaining music. And the the player just plays something really like dumb and childish and jaunty. You know how like uh, most like kids know how to play chopsticks on the piano. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be like the trombone equivalent of that. Um, and what you see come out of the tip of the trombone is just some sort of Pomeranian-esque fluffy puppy type <laughs> creature. And so, yeah, you, yeah you, you have that. You have that as like a, a dumb gag, mm. but it's there mm. also to contrast with what they can produce much later on. And I'm thinking along the lines of like mm. fucking Okami, you know, a beautiful, elegant dog creature. Ooh. I'm interested that we're but going like, more into like just not well not normal animals, but because so far we've kind of mentioned things that are kind of we mentioned crabs. And oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of like I real thought, world um, style animals. Yeah. I, I just like, like dogs. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's cool. We can do that. But for some reason, I was thinking along those lines of like more like the sea. Yeah. And stuff. That's fine too. I mean, we can we can lean into lots of different aspects because we mentioned tentacles before. You can mm. bring up mm. like pincers, you know. Um, I mean, when you think of pincers, you also think of like percussion, though. So mm. that's true. D- it's almost wait, like wait, that. wait, 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 wait. Pincers what, what? and percussion, like, is that a thing? It makes me think of. Um, I'm not okay. I'll state it again. I'm not musically well versed. <laughs> um, I don't think it's maracas, but it's the the clacky things that you often get in like castanets. Castanets. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, because of that act <laughs> of like being like a pincer. Yeah, you know, you go. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I mean, that 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 is that's how it works. I remember like that first listening to that Peter and the Wolf when it was like narrated by David Bowie, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, mm. this is the." I think it was it the. The, the duck or the goose and it's done on the oboe yes and it just sounds like a fucking goose <laughs> oboes be like that but it has that kind of that's the kind of visual language we want to go into our comic like yeah you see the little crab claw and you start to think of that percussion you start to th- you see the majestic wolf and mm. what was the wolf or what, um, could, what, what kind of noise would you expect from a a howl so kind of like a long like <laughs> It's going it's to flute, flute. What about a flute? Yeah, I think from the trombone noises. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you all know what a howl sounds like. Just put yeah, it through a trombone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make us do it. <laughs> it's a really long toot. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Um, uh, yeah, that this is it. This is this is the language. This is this is how we do it. See, oh, once once remember- again, this is a different approach to how we'd approach it if it was a real project. Because as you can probably tell, none of us play trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what one was. So yeah, if this is a real project, obviously we'd bring on a few players to mm. consult. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, all we can really put in is I was to say that there wouldn't be any panels. Oh. Or at least not when it's music. Mm. Because that would, I think, the flow of the music would get stifled if we added in. Oh yeah. Um, mm. Panel narrowing. edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. I think you'd have to frame every moment. Um, of the scene with them uh, using the motif. So, like, if it was the tentacles, for example, you'd mm. surround each. You'd you'd split each area of the page that you mm. needed with a tentacle of some sort. Smart you know. paneling. Mm. Yes. Smart paneling. Smart story. Smart creators? Question mark. <laughs> uh, we'll let you. Well-meaning creators. <laughs> yes. Um. Thank you all for listening to us uh, dip our toes into um, both comics craft and whether or not um, creativity really is the solution to the world's problems. Um, yeah, how does it end? How does it end? I, I was going to say, I don't. I know I normally interrupt you when you say, oh, Josh, how, how can they review us? I'm like, but how does it end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, how does it end? Um, I guess it would end with... Um, Oh, it would end with the creature, the the glaring trombone, finding like eventually, sincerely finding satisfaction in creating music, like good music. Mm. Um, but maybe they can only find satisfaction. Maybe their like favorite kind of music is quite complex, you know, skillfully played music. So um, maybe one. I know we're adding like another conflict, but maybe one conflict is like the um, the player likes playing relatively simple music the the trombonist the trombone itself wants really complex virtuoso-esque music so it has to find another player ah i feel differently about this (laughs) i would say that the resolution is a you didn't mention the trombone freeing the player I, i guess your implication was like it frees them so that it can go and look for another player, yes? Yeah, they find an agreement. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My my approach instead would be um and, and Josh, you can weigh in if you if you think we're both wrong, but um <laughs> I believe they'd free the player after they've both sort of transformed each other. And it would be about them both choosing a thing that they didn't want at the start of their narratives. So for the player it would be choosing to keep training and playing even though they think they're not having an impact on the world. Yeah, they they find like a new worth in their music. Yes. And for the creature, it would be a sense of patience and not forcing the music that they think they want to be created, but instead waiting for the player to choose to train and, you know, having that sense of patience of waiting for the music that they want to hear. Hmm. You know, not not like essentially crunching this this mm. fucking musician instead it's like no i'm going to create an environment in which this player can actually healthily create that's that's what i feel i mean j- j- jazz is free man mm. it, it, i guess it's less about being a boss and more about being a patron yes mm. that's good i forgot what my idea was is that good <laughs> <laughs> um and that's and that's how it ends josh do, do you agree good. <laughs> yeah yeah no that that's good i'm cool cool I'm now will fine. you tell them how they can help us out the viewers i mean we haven't talked about costumes <laughs> no it's, it's fine um i mean it's, it's it's a trombone with somebody playing it's a trombone it. it's a bummy looking player like and i mean hey if you want to do for a sneaky illustration you can just do the silhouette idea that can just be the, the silhouette <laughs> of a person sure You're fine silhouette of a trombone um, you can have that day off, but uh, yeah, no, no tangent into this. If you want to review us, uh, <laughs> you can go to your preferred podcasting platform, be it uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you get them, and wherever you they will let you review them. And wherever you happen to leave a review, we will not only appreciate it, 
but we'll also include you in the show. What? What? Um, and you too can be our hero as we pop your name into a name generator. And yeah, that can be that can be fun. Obviously, not one like today, unless all your review is is five out of five, and you just list every single kind of piece of trivia possible. Look, here's my <laughs> list of ug- here's my list of ugly adjectives. Here's my list of uh, animals. Please just use these freely. Um, Here's my list of Canadian treasures. Yeah. I mean, if you want to try and do that in 280 characters, you could also try and tweet us your uh, list of favourite cold weather animals and agitated adjectives. Uh, BBR underscore podcast where you can find us. Do the usual talky-talky. Any any talk is good talk, I think. Mm. I think so. Although it is Twitter, so... (laughs) Yeah. And the following week after the episode comes out, as mentioned, we'll be having an illustration of our hero, which will be fun. I hear, I hear that uh, mus- musical instruments can be quite challenging to draw because they like have an anatomy of their own. Yes, you know, it's like drawing a bike. It's very easy to spot when it's off. Bike is a really good comparison because you, there's such a recognizable sense of balance between the very straight mechanical lines and the perfect curves, you know? Mm. Like, bikes and instruments are very easy to just draw looking slightly off. (laughs) Recognizable, but, like, intangibly recognizable, Mm -hmm, if you mm -hmm. understand what I mean. Just, like, they're possessed. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, I tried to draw a guitar once, and it was so bad, um, it made my mum cry. Wow, <laughs> guitars are easy though. They're well, no, 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 because like you got all like the frets on them, yeah. and they gotta be like in the in the right way. And if it's too big, it's certainly a bass now. If it's too small, <laughs> it's a ukulele. Like for God's, I just want to give them the. You have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Dean Doot Doot Doobity Doot Doot McKnight. I'm Jade the poorly drawn trombone sarsen. <laughs> and I am Josh. Randall. <laughs> uh, plays off, Josh. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> nice job. <laughs>